the year is 2004. The total number of internet users hits 14% of the world population. The Boston Red Sox win the World Series, breaking the 86-year curse of the Bambino. A loaf of bread costs just over $2. Ashley Simpson is caught lip-syncing on Saturday Night Live. And Raise Your Voice was released in theaters. I'm Hope Carew. And I'm Paige Smith. And this is History Duffs. Well, well, well. Another episode and another year in 2004. Another, yeah, another 2004. Is this a 2004 podcast? Uh, we, I think we had more 2003 episodes. Is this a 2003-2004, the school year podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yep. Yes, it is. And since Hillary, like, reigned those years, of course, it's Hillary adjacent. Yeah. But she, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's more of a year podcast now. Yeah. So, okay, let's let's get into the nitty-gritty here. Okay. 2004, raise your voice. Where were you at? How do you feel about this movie? Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. that. Where was I? Where was I? Well, I was in Cincinnati. I don't remember the first time I saw this movie. I assume a sleepover. It's always a sleepover for, for me, yeah. you know? I don't remember if I went to the movies, like, that often. I remember that I saw Mean Girls in theaters, and that's kind of the only, like movie theater memory that I have. Wow. Well, at least of, like, a teen-era movie. Sure. it w- That one was impactful for you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I got... I threw up during Madagascar. I guess I remember that, too. Okay. Also, <laughs> very impactful. Definitely. When I was... Oh, I think it was Madagascar, too, if that makes it better. Welcome back to our Madagascar podcast. <laughs> this is the Madagascar 2 podcast. Excuse you. Yeah. You so and your old partner had that Madagascar <laughs> podcast. And just because you guys broke up doesn't mean that we will. <laughs> you are the replacement. Sorry. <laughs> Not my first choice. I don't remember the first time I saw this movie, but I do know I haven't seen it since. Since you were a literal child. Like, I have not seen this movie since, like, 2006 at max. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into it's that. It's been an active choice not watching it. Well, what's your relationship, Miss Thing? <laughs> Missing. I also don't remember the first time I watched this movie. Okay. But it is I'm surprised. I know. Because you kind of, like, you go for this, or you, what's the word? I, you um, go to bat for this movie. I do. I will defend this movie as much as I need to. And you'll have, you'll need to. <laughs> That's fine. I'm excited to get into it, truly. But I don't remember the first time I watched this movie. What I do remember is that by the time I watched this movie, I had already seen a very familiar movie. What movie? It was... Okay. <laughs> I know. This, that seems I, important. <laughs> I just recently rewatched it for this podcast, and it, like, brought up this old memory... Okay. ...of a movie that I've only seen one time. Okay. But it really impacted me. Okay. Well, I'm... My... Consider my interest peaked. Yeah. Consider um, me intrigued. <laughs> so in 2004, mm-hmm. I had seen uh, another 2004 movie... Okay. Called Brave New Girl. Brave New Girl. Does this ring a bell at all? No. Okay. So. (laughs) No. (laughs) It was also about a blonde girl. In fact, it was Lindsay from the movie Surfers. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And she goes to a music school. Okay. So I want to raise your voice. Okay. Um, But it was based on a novel written by Brittany and Lynn Spears. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So it was written by a ghostwriter. (laughs) <laughs> yes. 
and Brittany and Lynn Spears put their name on it. But it was about a girl who goes to a music school and she's sort of the odd one out. Um, but okay, her... <laughs> Demi Lovato vibes, Mitchie. No, truly, true Mitchie no, vibes. No, 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 truly, it is. Raise Your Voice meets Camp Rock. Okay. Because it is about, it's like her and her mom against the world. Ugh. She's a single mom, though. And her mom, like, Shit. gets her into this music school. You know but, I love a single mom. Ugh. But it came out in 2004. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, just slightly older. It was meant for, I think it was maybe PG-13. Raise Your Voice is PG, and it should be PG-13. Yes. And Brave New Girl was just, like... PG-13, but also could have been PG. Like, it was... They were both... Yeah. I mean, that is a gray area. It really is. Like... Yeah. It really depends on if you have older siblings or not. Well, the first... (laughs) The first PG-13 rating was in, like, 1984. I have to look up exactly what year, but it was, like, Red Dawn was the first... It was, like, not that long ago. Yeah. they started rating movies PG-13. It just went PG to R. Yeah. For a long time. PG to Um, R? Yeah. Really? Yeah, there wasn't a PG thirteen until Wait, the eighties. Wait, so 80s. I just thought you meant like there wasn't any ratings. Now you're telling me oh, that no. they had they had G, they had PG, and then they had R. Yeah, as wow. I understand it, the first PG thirteen movie yes, came Your out Honor. in the eighties. <laughs> as I understand it, the, but wow, that's crazy. Good I, for you, Miss Film School. <laughs> I know. Sorry, I'm impressed. It's more trivia. Like I just am obsessed with like trivia, trivia is knowledge. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And knowledge is power. <laughs> My mind is blown. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 2004, I had just seen this movie starring Lindsay from... Was it like a TV service. movie? or a... I, It was a made-for-TV movie, but I had rented it from Blockbuster. Ugh, and I watched it with... The best. My, yes, exactly. I watched it with my mom, mm-hmm. and I just remember vividly a scene where one girl like pulls out a flask <gasps> and offers it to Lindsay, the movie surfer, and that being a very, like... Uh, formative. <laughs> Wait, when you say Lindsay the movie surfer, you're talking about Disney movie surfers? Yes. Lindsay Han from Color of Friendship. Oh my god. The I thought, blonde. I thought you said from the movie surfers. No, I'm so sorry. No, that's so important that it's a movie surfer. Movie surfers for me growing up was like a different brand of celebrity. Uh, it's like actors, singers, movie, movie surfers. surfers. <laughs> Honestly. I remember like telling my mom one day, I was like, She's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I'm like, a movie surfer. Movie surfers were... It's my dream job still to this day. Disney, if you're listening, I look young enough. Okay, and I still... Tess, if you're out there, I loved your blue tips. Yes, Tess! I I loved Tess. I, like, went hard for Tess. But it was also so hard because the movie surfers... Maybe you feel the same way. Yeah, we're rarely on. Well, they they were rarely on, but they were also actors themselves. So I'd just be watching a random movie, yeah. like, right on track. And then all of a sudden, there's a movie surfer, and I'm just supposed to, like, not recognize them yeah. as a movie surfer? Like, that breaks the world, that breaks the reality for you. Exactly. 100%. <laughs> so I'm watching Lindsay the movie surfer drink alcohol, and I was like... I she was, would never. I, I Right? That's what I thought. Movie <laughs> surfers are, like, the good apples. Did you guys have good apples? I know what like the... Like, honor students. Like, they're, like, the best of yeah. the best in, like, the elementary school. Exactly. Like They were They're the models. student council. They're the role models. Yeah. They are my everything, my queens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was, like, nine. And yeah. I was watching this movie with my mom, and she was like, don't get any ideas. Like, they're not old enough to be drinking alcohol. And I was like, alcohol? 
I don't know. I don't know what's in that shiny yeah, silver. You know, thing. Like kids don't know what a flask is. <laughs> exactly. So it was like, you know, did you feel this way? I was like a really innocent child. Yeah. So when something like naughty happens, yeah, I just get overwhelmed with like guilt and yeah. like shame. You're also Catholic. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> I also, I will say, like, I I wasn't, like, raised, I was, like, raised to be, like, I was from a very sex-positive household, but I still have a lot of, like, that shame that was, as a child, I was like, that's inappropriate. My mom's like, that's right. healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm waiting till marriage. My mom's like, we don't encourage that. Oh, <laughs> you're sweet mom. <laughs> She's like, okay, but. Okay, but did you, have you considered a college boyfriend? <laughs> You're like, Mom, I'm seven. I was like, Mom, you're going to hell. <laughs> My our our family friends were priests, like Episcopal priests, and they used to call me Holy Hope because I would Aww. like say well, I would also like say creepy things like oh. as a child, you know. <laughs> You'd be like, I'm talking to my dead ancestors, that kind of stuff. Wow. I think it was like a Mulan thing. I don't think it was like oh. a clairvoyant thing. <laughs> like my mom said that, and I was like, "Yeah, that's like fully from Mulan. I guarantee yeah. it." Yeah, that she's makes like, sense. we just thought it was weird that you knew the word ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys should probably watch the movies with me. <laughs> well, maybe not because my mom really <laughs> scarred <Yeah>. me. <laughs> Lindsay, the movie star, for being naughty. So that's. You know, my memory of Raise Your Voice. I do remember watching it as a young girl, um, but I don't remember, like, the first time that I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Like a virgin. Like a virgin. Um, but more importantly... Yeah. Jeez. Where was Hillary? Where was she? Where Where the heck was she? Where did you go, Bernadette? <laughs> No, no, no. Hillary. Oh, God. Yeah. Sorry. We're talking about Hillary. I'm sorry. sorry. I have a Bernadette podcast. Right. No, this is the Hillary Duff podcast. Oh, thank God. Um, Where was Hillary Page? Tell me. So, in What's 2004. What's our history? <laughs> our, our pupils need to need their history lessons. So, in 2004, um, Hillary released her second album. Oh. Mm-hmm, I know. The first one was Metamorphosis, famously in 2003. Duh. And in 2004, her... Back-to-back albums, back-to-back yes. years. She stayed busy. I mean, we knew. Yeah. She was working. She was working hard, but for her, she didn't consider it work. I mean... That's what she says, but she probably did a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of studio time. <laughs> so 2004, her self-titled album, Hillary Duff, came out. Mm, um, creative name. <laughs> I know, wasn't it? But three of the songs were featured in Raise Your Voice. Yes, so I was, could tell. Ex- right? So it's kind tell. of a, a little bit of a tie-in. Um, but also in 2004, uh-huh. uh, everybody knows about the Lindsay-Hillary beef. Yes. Um, in 2004, she got into a new beef <gasps> with a different teen idol. Wait, I don't know this. Can I guess? Please. Wait, okay, can we give me a hint? They were a teen idol at the same time in 2004. Okay, well, give me another hint. Um, I don't want to give you any more because there's been a lot of beefs. In 2004, all of the girlies were getting pitted against each other. You know what I mean? True. Okay, okay, fine. I'm going to guess um, Evan Rachel Wood. Good one, but no. Alexis Liddell. Oh, my gosh, no. I, I honestly I can't never. imagine. She's never had a beef. <laughs> I think that she's just too... Shy. I think she's just really private. She's probably had plenty of beefs that we just don't know about. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, um, I'm going to keep guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, Alyssa Milano. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, you know what? I will give you a hint. Um, <laughs> this is someone with 
uh, sort of a tough, you know, uh, persona. Tough public, girl? Public persona, yeah. Or like, tough guy. Girl. Tough girl. girl. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tough girl persona. Only person I can think of, and I'm serious, is mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Imagine. So I think you just have to tell me. Um, in 2004. Oh, Leah Remini. Okay. okay. <laughs> Still no. Um, that would be weird. In 2004, Hillary Duff entered a pretty public beef with... <gasps> Ashley Simpson. No. <laughs> Christy Carlson Ronald's character, <laughs> Jennifer Stone. Because she was a tough guy. She sure was. Oh, uh, <laughs> Give me the first letter of their name. A. Mm, Abigail Breslin. <laughs> so Okay, close. you just have to tell me, I think. Unless it's Allie and AJ. <laughs> In 2004. Austin is... <laughs> this podcast has gone off the rails. Off the rails already. It's like minute two. Hillary Duff. Entered a public beef with Avril Lavigne. No! Yeah. Oh, I'm living for this! <laughs> Let me tell you all about it. Thank God! So, Avril, <laughs> Hillary, my girls! Honestly, though, it's like the most tame, like. The tamest of beefs? <laughs> tamest of beefs. Avril Lavigne basically said, I read in a magazine that I was supposedly mad at my fans for dressing like me. And she goes, they quoted Hillary Duff saying, Avril needs to appreciate her fans more. I'm like, excuse me? First off, it's not even true. I never said that. And second, who the hell cares what she has to say about my fans? Hillary Duff's such a goody-goody. Such a mommy's girl. <gasps> she came for Susan. A little bit. Whoa. Right? Wait, how old is Hillary? Is Avril Lavigne at this point? I think they're the same age. She was 19 at the time. Okay. okay. So a little bit older. Slightly older. Three years older. It's funny because their fan base is very, it's the same fan base. I know. So basically, um, Avril had said, I sometimes see girls who are dressed like me and made up like me. Get a life, you know? Oh, so Avril did say that. That's what she said. That was the quote she said that was sort of taken out of context that Hillary was responding to. Hillary saw that quote and she said, I think some of the things Avril said about her fans were kind of mean-spirited. She said that she was pissed off at her fans for copying her style. I was like, you should be happy that these people like you and look up to you, especially if you're selling it to them on your official site. Whoa. Yeah, Hillary's right. But am I super biased? I mean, right and wrong, it's just sort of petty beef that Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, never needed to happen. I think it was like a couple of quotes that were really blown up, you know? Yeah. That, like, Hillary said something about Avril not appreciating her fans, and then Avril got really offended by that. To be fair, it did sound like Avril wasn't appreciating her fans the way that she was supposed to. I mean, I don't know. She claims that she does, though. Yeah. She claims that she does, but the irony of the whole situation was that Avril was selling, um, basically, like, ties and suspenders or whatever on her And then she said, oh, if you're dressing like me, like, get a life. But... But she could have just been, like... If you maybe embrace your own style, don't just dress like me. Get a get, get a right. life of your own. I don't think anybody well, get a life, but in a positive way. Like get a life, get a life. I don't think anybody's wrong here, but Avril did. Um, she said that Hillary is more of an actor than a musician. She mm, like yeah, yeah, she's like you're pop, like you're you're corporate. Yeah, I was like, why why is anybody why is anybody coming for anybody? You know? Yeah, but. Hillary, she did stir up some drama. Okay. <laughs> back, 
back in 2004. Um, but that's where she was at. Wow. So let's get into the movie. No, no, no. I have to oh. say, she won a lot of awards this year as well. Oh, tell me. Okay, so let me pull up my list because mm-hmm. it is extensive. Like, she was going from award show to award show yeah, in 2004. She, sure was. she really was. She was. She even won an AOL award for, like, the most, like, searched term. Whoa. Mm-hmm. She's raking them in, those little golden statues. No, I think she won some, like, surfboards as well. Um, but she's winning, like, the Kids' Choice Awards, the Teen Choice Awards. And let me just tell you, like, some of the categories that she won for the Radio Disney Music Awards in okay. 2004. She has a song called The Math, which was voted Best Homework Song. Do you want me to sing it? If you can't do the math, then get out of the equation. It's just a lot of uh, math puns. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, she was also voted Best Female Artist, Best Actress Turned Singer, Most oh. Rocking Relative. Hmm. For Haley? I guess. Haley won that? And Most Stylish Singer. Oh, wow. As also Best Female with Most Style was, she'd also won in 2002. Best Female with Most Style? (laughs) What a clunky What a clunky name. And then also she um, won, or no, sorry. She was nominated for a choice movie blush. What does that mean? I think it's like a blushable moment. Oh. For Cheaper by the Dozen. Oh. Isn't that weird? What's... Blushable. I don't know. But then she won it for a Cinderella story. Okay, that that makes sense. That makes sense. Blushing. I think it's because she didn't even have a love interest in yeah, that's 2004. Weird. But yeah, the list goes on and on. The list goes on and on. She also won Best Selling New Female Artist in 2004. So her music career is... What was... What, at what... Uh, was that Teen Choice? Um, no, that was at the World Music Awards. Oh. Yeah, she won. she won Worlds. Oh, oh my goodness. She won Worlds. <laughs> and she also won Best Young Ensemble in a feature film for Cheaper by the Dozen in 2004. So, um, by who? By who? The Young Artist Awards. Oh, that's legit. That's like, that's yeah. like big time. And that's, so she won for the Soul Collector with them as well. Exactly. Yeah. That's how you know it's mm-hmm. big time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she is, she's incredible. She's bringing home those, those medals. Absolutely. Bringing home that bacon. All right. Shall we get into Let's Razor get into Boys? It. Let's get into it, All please. Right. Do you want to do the synopsis, or should I? Yeah, do it. I dare you. You dare me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Raise Your Voice is about a, a small town girl from Arizona mm-hmm. who loses her brother in a tragic car accident mm. with her toxic father on the rampage. Mm-hmm. She escapes to music school. In L.A., where she learns how to raise your voice. Your, your voice. Raise your voice. <laughs> she learns how to raise your voice, but hers, I'm I think that's, that's pretty good. Pretty good for seeing it twice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pretty good. I agree. Yeah. Um, so I know you don't like this movie. I don't like it. Let's get into why. Yeah. I just, like, hate movies where there's, like, a really sad regret in, like, everything that, like, like the moments of fate and she wants to change it like her I'm talking about her brother's death here mm-hmm. like I just hate movies about like a really sad tragic event that you feel guilty for I guess I just don't like that and I also really dislike the family dynamic in this movie I like 
I find it, like, hard to watch. Like, I feel like the dad is, like, pretty toxic. Mm -hmm. And I won't say, like, I won't say abusive, but I will say borderline abusive, maybe. Like, I just feel like it's, like, are they showing us, um, like, it just feels, like, really, like, ugh. Hard to watch. Hard to watch. Doesn't feel like it's PG. It seems like this family has serious issues, and I'm, like... God, is something going to happen? Like, I was worried that he was going to, like, hit one of them. Really? Yes. Like, Oh, wow. And the way that they lie to him and that he's the villain of the movie and it's, like, it that it really, like, stressed me out. Mm-hmm. It really stressed me out. And so I just really, yeah, it's probably, it's probably why I don't like this movie. It just, it's just uncomfortable feelings. That's interesting because I feel like that's part of why I do like it. Because I think I watched it at a time where it was, like, I was sort of, like, growing up and growing Mm -hmm. out of like being a kid or like watching just kids like movies yeah and so this was like it seemed like about a real family kind of with real family problems yeah and I think that's sort of what I liked about it because I had kind of a tough dad not tough in the same way but he was pretty tough on us yeah military man yes military man and I had an older brother so I think I just kind of related to it in that sense yeah and it was sort of, it felt when I watched it that it was, like, a movie for grown-ups, kind yeah. of. Well, I will say, like, I have a very gentle dad. Well, I, I mean, I don't know if he's that gentle. He's a Scorpio. Mm. But he, <laughs> it wasn't like that. Like, we never had to, like, lie and manipulate him. So, like, that, like, that, di- not saying that this is your dynamic at all, but I'm just saying that dynamic was, like, I just, I felt uncomfortable with that. And I also had a negative relationship with my stepdad. So to me, this man in the movie, I think of him as her stepdad because I'm like, well, a dad is cool. A stepdad yells a lot. You I know? think that's so interesting. It's definitely like I have this a fully warped perspective of this movie. I yeah. also, I think I was wrong about, and I've always said that I hated this movie because it feels like Hilary Duff is in love with her brother. But you think you were wrong? I think I might have been wrong <laughs> okay. about that. Because honestly, you mentioned this earlier, and I was like, yeah, I can kind of see it. And I watched it this time with that, like, I was like waiting for those moments. Yeah. And it never really... Yeah, so I, and I even wrote this while I was watching it as... There's a there's a line that Jason Ritter says to um, Lauren, her best friend... Yeah. ...that I thought my whole life he'd said to Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> That changes everything. Which, and it changed everything. And I was like, wait a second. But I also, I, I always felt like the footage that he, like, took of her was like, okay, you love her. But then I was also like, well, I would also zoom in on footage of my sister singing because why would I want the whole class? Yeah. I just remember being like, that's gross. But it's also because my brother and I had, like, more of a tough love relationship where, like, we're, we love each other. We're definitely best friends. That's part of why I hate watching this movie is, mm-hmm. like just sad so and and it's like a topic that I don't even want to go to so I think that's part of why I'm like oh no hate this movie don't want to watch that but I'm also like my brother would they would not be able to find anything nice that he'd like no like video camera like my brother literally said love your podcast but I won't listen because I hate the sound of your voice exactly (laughs) I feel like he would not be that nice I feel the same way about my older brother, and yes. I think that's part of why I liked the movie. Oh. <laughs> same thing, but the opposite, where it was like, I wish I had a big brother like that. <laughs> I love that you... So I feel like you can tell that Paul and Hillary are siblings because they have the same bangs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Different colors? Yeah, for same sure. Same exact bangs. For sure. For sure. 
Okay, when I found the quote, I wrote this in my notes. It says, camera loves you. Might have misinterpreted this as a child and spent my entire life thinking he was saying that to Hillary <laughs> instead of Lauren. I can definitely see what you think about, like, him recording her all the time if there wasn't a reason for it. So as a nine-year-old, ten-year-old, you probably weren't like, oh, yeah, you know. I'm just he, like, my brother wouldn't send an audition tape for me, even though I would love if he did. Exactly. It was but, out of jealousy and also just fear. And with the context, it's like he was collecting this footage in order to make the audition tape to send in. You know what I mean? He wasn't just, oh, like, was filming he? her. That's what I thought. That makes sense. I guess I thought that he just happened to have it and was like, you know what? I should do something <laughs> with this. No, no I, that, yeah, definitely makes more sense. It's, I thought it was, like... Because especially they had a couple of heart-to-hearts about their dad, and he was like, you got to stand up to him, you got to like, yeah, get out of here. Yeah, they're shitty, scary dad. They literally have to run away from him. He's not that scary. He's just kind of tough. Really? I, that, but I think I, it's... I mean, my dad is kind of tough, too. So it's I like, think if your dad never, is, like, a Santa Claus, because he's so know, nice and gentle, I so I can't imagine him being tough. He but was, I, not to discredit you, no, I'm totally. sure, you know, he, you're his child, obviously you know. <laughs> No, he was tough in a very loving way. Like, yeah. he was he was kind of rough and gruff, but a nice guy. Yeah. And that's how I felt about her dad. No, her dad, I wrote in my notes that he is literally, like, if the dad from a Cinderella story, Austin Ames' dad, yeah. um, like, was turned into a demon. But I'm curious. Turned into a demon. I'm curious what, like, what's the worst thing you think he did? Just because I, I do want to It's understand. not even necessarily, like, what he does as much as it's everyone's reactions around him. Mm-hmm. That it's, like, I f- there everyone is doing everything because they're scared of the dad. And mm-hmm. Hillary even says, like, we're scared of you. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't like that kind of dynamic. Especially because I, for the most part, had a single mom. So, like, I just... Whenever I would go to my friends' houses and they had, like, a mean dad, I'd be like, ew, why is he here? Yeah. Like, we should just go to my house where it's just my mom and she's cool and there's no weird man bossing us around. And then, of course, when I had a stepdad, it was like, oh, there is a weird man bossing us around for no reason, you know? And I don't like the idea of, like, a marriage that's built on lies and manipulation. Not built on it, but has to operate that way because they can't have open and honest dialogues and even if they can it's still his way that goes and I just I don't like that kind of relationship and it was also just kind of not what was modeled to me or when it was I knew it was wrong yeah why is the dad here he's so scary he doesn't support her dreams and like the sister and the mom have to conspire against him and so do the children like to me that just screams like abusive or at least like a narcissist who makes everyone in his family cater to him. I just, ugh, I hate that. Yeah. I hate I think that. you're opening my eyes, like, to why I like this movie. <laughs> From your own perspective. It's I... like, I relate to it more than I thought I did. <laughs> oh, I see, I you see. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I never recognized myself in that family dynamic until we're, like, yeah. talking about it now. Yeah, so. and I think that what I've been saying about my own family dynamic has been pretty jumbled because I had a lot of, like, uh, changes, you know, like, yeah. I had a stepdad in, in 2004 and he was, a, and then I had a new stepdad in 2007. So I've, and then I have a great stepdad now, but I have a great dad and he's been a consistently great dad, but it's like these family dynamics change and they shift. But for the most part, I feel like I grew up in a Gilmore girl situation yeah. with like me and my mom, which is why I'd always get very possessive. Like when a man would come in 
and start like trying to make unilateral decisions like that. Like I just don't, I don't jive with that. <laughs> I'm can like, this I, is my house. Can I make sort of a clunky transition here? Yeah, I would love to. Are you going to clog? <laughs> Uh, no, this is just how my brain works. Yeah. You brought up Gilmore Girls. Yes. Um, something I love. Denise Gilmore. <laughs> no. Oh, really? I really was yeah. like, we were, no. I was reading your mind. Um, <laughs> something I realized while watching this movie, uh-huh. John Corbett and uh, John Ritter, who yeah. are both actors in this movie, yes. played <gasps> Lauren Graham's love interest yes. on Parenthood. Yes, they did. Yeah. And can we talk about John Corbett for a second or no? Yeah, of course. I mean, sure. I mean, I guess I just want to ask you this in an open-ended way. Okay, let's hear it. Do you feel... How do you feel about his relationship with his students? See? So, I came prepared. Because <laughs> I thought you were going to come in saying, oh, Hillary and her brother. Mm-mm. I feel like the more inappropriate relationship was Hillary and her teacher. Yeah, and that's what I came here to say. After the beginning of the movie, when I realized that I'd misinterpreted the movie my entire life, and had, and I've preached about this many times, I'm like, she's in love with her brother, and right. he's in love with her. Right. Have you seen Game of Thrones? It's exactly like that. I mean, <laughs> and now I'm here to say I feel like the underplot, mm-hmm. the subtext, if you will, film nerds. Um, I felt like, and I feel guilty even saying this because it's a PG movie. Yes. But I felt like the implication was that he'd had a relationship with Robin and that he was pursuing a relationship with Hillary. Oh, okay. So I was going to say, to make it very clear, no lines were crossed. It was not inappropriate. It was just sort of the, how you say, subtext (laughs) that seemed like he took sort of a special interest in Terry. And you're right, he had taken a special interest in Robin the summer yeah. before. So it wasn't, like, nothing inappropriate. I felt like it was inappropriate. Even the way he, like, led her to the room, he, like, puts his hands on both of her shoulders and yeah. leads her to a room and then makes her watch herself on DVD and is like, where's this girl? Yes. I don't like that. I feel like no. he was, like, that feels like, it just feels like a, a whole, like, grooming, like, it just, I don't like it. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I just wanted to clarify that the movie's not about that. No, it's not about right. that, That's but all. it just, for I mean, some reason, yeah. includes that. <laughs> exactly. I felt icky about it, too. And especially with Robin, the evidence is stronger because she's, like, very, and I'm, I'm not blaming her in any situation, in any way, Mm-mm. but she's very, like, sexual with John Corbett in the She's movie. very sexual in general. That's sort of her, the vibe she's giving off. And she's not even sexual. She's just sort of comfortable in herself. Comfortable in her sexuality. Yes. But I will say she, then she's flirtatious with John Corbett. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going to get those souls, blah, blah, blah. And then when he picks Hillary, she's like, I guess you have a new favorite. And I just felt like maybe the actors themselves just had chemistry. Maybe it wasn't written that way. But it felt like, oh, like we hooked up. And I thought you were going to give me the solo, and now you haven't. And you have a new favorite thing, and it's Hillary Duff. And now you're going to do to her what you did to me, which is, like, seduce me and make it seem like... Make me fall in love with you. I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it. And I then thought... I also... The first impression of him is very bad in the movie, because he's literally playing the cello so hard that when he's done, he throws the cello. Okay, I gotta, I gotta talk about this. No, no musician would ever do that no. with their cello. Also, you cannot convince me John Corbett played any single note on the cello. He was just kind of holding it. And then he threw, like, the props department in this movie. 
Yeah, but he's supposed to be kind of like a bad guy. Yeah, but like who would bad, ever like, throw their chest? Like, that's I mean, thousands. for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, you're definitely not. Guys, Paige is not in support of, of cello throwing. No, no, no. Oh, my gosh. Please. Oh, we need to start over. Is there a, <laughs> is there a pita for cellos? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Oh, my gosh. You guys, I need a moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. I need to issue an apology to any cellos that listen to this mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Say it. <laughs> I... You, you know what? You, you. Okay. You, you know, I think I've said all I need why, to say. <laughs> why say it when you can scat it, baby? <laughs> no, of course I'm not in support of cello throwing. But, um, <laughs> John Corbett did, was, did not convince me with his performance of uh, cello playing. Yeah. But something I think is very interesting. He really interesting, phoned it in this one. I'm going to say he phoned it in. Something that I think is very interesting another uh, clunky transition mm-hmm. is that Aunt Nina had to learn how to weld for this movie. And yet, John Corbett didn't need to learn an instrument? <laughs> Wait. Why? She learned to weld! They, they could have had wa- her do her any other thing. They could have had her be a potter. They also could have put anybody in the welding mask. <laughs> for some reason, they brought in an expert to teach... Aunt Nina, how to weld. Okay, honestly, I would love that, though. As an actor and as no, a crafter, like, I would love free welding lessons. I like to think she, like, she told them, she's like, for my character, I need to get into character, I need to learn to weld. Or maybe, Paige, maybe there's a whole welding scene that was cut. Well, there was one scene of her welding. <laughs> no, but, but maybe there was, like, like a, a more, like, one. sexual, like, 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 a ghost scene. You know, like, ghost? Oh. <laughs> you know, with, like, Patrick yeah, Swayze? yeah. yeah. I'm well, saying maybe there was a scene like that with where... her nephew. The only person that died in this movie was her nephew. No, 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 no. I just, <laughs> yeah. I don't mean it has to be a ghost. I just mean like oh. a man comes behind her and they weld together. Okay. Although, hey, I mean, who says incest that... isn't off the table for this movie? Who says that Aunt Nina's into men? I didn't get that vibe. Sorry, you're right. <laughs> you know, man, woman, or non-binary person. Anybody. Honestly, Anybody. I feel like Nan- Nina is fluid. Yeah, definitely. I mean. They said it in not so many words. Uh, yeah. If you're asking me. And you know what? It kind of seems like Nina is Rita Wilson's sister at first, just because it's, like, them against him. And then I'm like, that's her brother. (laughs) Yes, she is the father's sister. I thought of it this time around for the first time ever. Uh, Terry is spelled just like Terry Minsky's name. (gasps) Oh! That's so beautiful. And I don't think it was on purpose, but it's still... That's I was like, so beautiful. Hillary had to have thought of that. Do you think that Hillary asked Terry for, like, a meeting just to be like, what's it like to be a Terry? Um, I feel like Hillary didn't have the time. <laughs> she was busy recording albums, making movies, mm-hmm. winning awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, she probably didn't have time to sit down with Terry and ask what it <laughs> what it means to have that name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like... Where your mind's at. You're like, where your mind's at. I <laughs> yeah. also say, like, when she was wearing the juicy jacket, I, I think that caused a lot of juicy jacket envy in me. They oh. were huge at my school. Really? Huge. Because I, And I went to a private school where a lot of the kids w- just were wealthier than me. And sure. so, like, wearing a juicy jacket, ju- juicy jumpsuit was not a big deal to them. They'd have, like, five or six. And I'd want to, like, keep up. And yeah. we, one time my mom finally, like, she, like, went to Marshall's. She got me, like, a juicy jacket. It said juicy in, like, the back. Mm-hmm. But it didn't have the J zipper. And I was like, what's the fucking point? <laughs> I was devastated. Oh, my God. I was devastated. <laughs> and she's like, 
I spent forty dollars on this, Aww. and I'm like, <laughs> everyone's gonna think it's not a real juicy jacket. Oh wow! You know the click books? That was my school. <laughs> and then I moved to Vermont. And it was not at all like that, obviously, because yeah. Vermont is crunchy as hell. It really does depend on where you grew yeah. up. Um, one thing I want to get into. Yeah. I know. I know we're gonna like rank the love interest at the end, but I do feel like we need to talk about Jay. <sighs> we do. And when you say Jay, do you mean the guy from What a Girl Wants? Yes, with that's Amanda the, Bynes. That's the exact one I'm talking about. And that are, are those are his only two credentials. Yeah. For the most part, he. Okay. I looked him up. Okay, so... So did you. Well, so... You it, matched with him on Raya. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Update you guys, I'm on Raya now. So... Um, but no, I haven't matched with him. Um, play your hand. <laughs> swipe away. See if you can match with Paige. <laughs> Only the best and brightest can. And I check all of her matches. <laughs> Imagine. I have like a child lock on your Raya. <laughs> That's so sick. I am. I will say, this is my first foray into dating apps. We can cut all of this if you want. It sounds um, like you want to, but I don't want to. No, this is my first foray into any dating app, and I don't know what I'm doing. And everybody I've talked to about it, which is not that many people, mm-hmm. um, I'm doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Everybody's like, why are your ages set to, like, 18 to 70? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how to change them. <laughs> I will say I also did dating apps wrong for a while. Yeah. I, so I guess I, so I in, famously in 2014, I had a parasite. Famously. Yes. Famously, yes. as you guys remember, um, it was actually at a welcome home party that Paige threw, threw for me that That's I really right. discovered, uh, yeah, I've got a parasite. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because of the party. It though. wasn't because of the party. It was because I had gotten a parasite while um, abroad. You brought it to the party, really. I brought the parasite to the party, and yeah. it's not contagious that way, luckily. Yeah. <laughs> um, but basically, I had, like, a beer at the party, and then I got home, and I got super sick. My mom was like, you're drunk. And I was like, unfortunately, I'm not. Like, that's not what's happening. And she was like, uh-oh. Anyway, parasite talk. <laughs> Wait, what was I saying? Dating apps. Dating apps. But I, I guess I thought it was funny at one point. I put on my, like, dating app profile... I have a parasite, mm-hmm. and then this is before the hit movie too, by the way. Yeah, before Parasite, <laughs> and then like two years, and then I got into a, like a relationship from someone that you know I knew IRL, and then like two years go by, we break up. I re-download Tinder, and like all of my messages are like, "Hey girl, I want to be your parasite." <laughs> oh <laughs> like, no! Heard you got a parasite. Like it. Uh, can, like how do you? Can I get? It was just oh, like. No. Everyone was, like, making having a parasite sexual, and I didn't realize it was still in my bio, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> You're like, how does everyone know? How does everyone know? Oh, yeah. Wow. Anyway, we, I mean, maybe we'll keep this. Maybe we'll <laughs> keep this for our dating app website. To you, our podcast. Really. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. Um, so. So. Bringing you back. Uh, <laughs> to, what's his name again? Oliver James. Okay, I'm thinking Ian because that's his, that's him in What a Girl Wants. Yes. Oliver um, James. Oliver James. Uh, yeah, he's from the UK. Yeah. Uh, he was in What a Girl Wants with Amanda Bynes mm-hmm. and was in Raise Your Voice with Hilary Duff. Um, but I very recently rewatched What a Girl Wants with a friend of ours. And I looked him up because I'm yes. like, where has yeah. this guy gone? Yeah. 
Um, Where'd you go? Bernadette. <laughs> we love a callback. Um, but he has not acted in many, many, many years. Many, 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 many So years. it took some deep digging. Whoa, did you find something? I found him. <gasps> I found... I don't want to, like, put him on blast. Right. So I'm going to... I'm not going to, like, give his professional name. How about that? Okay. That sounds good. Um, but he... Now, nowadays... Whoa. Um, he's a psychotherapist. <gasps> I, okay, so I was Googling him during nap time. Okay. And by nap time, I don't mean my nap You're time. You're a nanny. I'm yeah. a nanny. It's the child's <laughs> nap time. Important. And, to, uh, yeah, yeah I, she likes to, like, fall asleep with me in the room, and, and during this time, I, I, I choose to Google. Uh, <laughs> today, she literally fell asleep holding, like, a bottle of hairspray. <laughs> Aww. Like, cuddling like it. Com- like a comfort thing. Yeah, like, normally it's a stuffed animal, but she, like, was like, this is what I want. And I was like, I'm not going to fight you on it, girl. No, why? 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 Because it could spray in her face in the middle of her sleep. But you were there. You were watching. Yeah, until I sneak out and... And Google. And Google. (laughs) So... What did you find? I found a lot of, like, cryptic spiritual tweets Mm -hmm. that were just like, open your mind, advance your soul, like, that kind of thing. You found him. And then it was like, he's been in a little-known crime drama, like... I felt like even the reporter who was, like, writing this article about him was kind of making fun of him for not... Really? She was like, you've never heard of it. So you found his tweets, and then you found an article as well? Yeah. Well, I found his Twitter bio... Gotcha. ...in an article about him. Gotcha. I found an article that was like, he's not doing anything. He's on a little-known show in the UK, and his music career didn't pan out. Like, it was kind of negative, and I was like, hey, hey... I hate time. I know. People coming after them, it's like, well, you weren't in two movies. Yeah, but also it's like, he can choose to walk away at any point and make a career for himself. A different career. That's not a failure. Like, it's not... I completely agree. And I'm... That makes me angry. And I've said this a million times as, like, an actress. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? Maybe it is just one movie. Like, maybe I just need to do one movie. Like, of course, I'd love to do tons of movies but yeah. I'm like would my dream just be satisfied if I was the the love interest in two movies exactly two no. movies with actresses who are both in the 2004 Vanity Fair cover shoot right I think it really depends on the person but yeah. I, I if my agent is listening I will work harder than that <laughs> but I I do appreciate that perspective like um Jenna Fisher mm-hmm. Pam from The Office that's yeah. sort of her perspective on it yeah um where she's like my calling I was called to be an actress to be Pam on The Office like I have already fulfilled that I know that that was like yeah I was supposed to do that and she still works she's still still working oh yeah I've seen her in like she's great she's great in everything that she does she takes her craft very seriously yeah and she is still working to this day but she knows she's like that is why I was meant to be an actor was to be Pam on The Office and she has so much respect for it and so much like love and reverence yeah. for that which yeah. those are those are my favorite I love that too like act- yeah I, I don't even think of her as a like celebrity like I feel like if I ever saw in person I wouldn't be scared to go up to her yeah because I just feel like she's so lovely and she has been in... I've, I've seen her in, like, some little indie films with oh, yeah. Chris Medina, like the Tin Man or something. She's also... She's still she had working. That, she had that sitcom with Oliver Hudson, Kate Hudson's brother. Yeah. I saw... I watched it. Yeah, no, she's she, she has... She works, and she's, she's got a podcast, too. Exactly. No, she is still working, but she knows... Yeah. My favorite kinds of actors mm-hmm. are the people who 
know the impact that they have had on people. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just because I'm like a casual fan and like a consumer of it, where it's like when they realize my favorite, I mean, forever, mm-hmm. Henry Winkler. I know. Is the perfect example of this. Yeah. Where it's like to this day, if you go up to him and you're like, Oh the Fonz, he's like, Heck yeah, I'm the Fonz. Like he owns yeah. it. No, he, he owns knows it. Yeah. that it's important to people. And it means something to them. And he will like honor that. Same no, personal he's... personal experience. Danielle Fischel, another great example. She is Topanga. She will always do- be Topanga. And she knows that Topanga was important to people. Mm-hmm. And when she meets people mm-hmm. who love Topanga, she is like so kind and so sweet. Cause she knows if she were to be awful to them, yeah. that would ruin Topanga for them. That yeah. would ruin years that they have yeah. loved Boy Meets World. You of know course. what I mean? Okay. Sorry. Back to raise your voice. I keep getting off topic, but back to raise your voice. Let's talk about the love interests in this yeah. movie in an official capacity. I'm going to give John Corbett a negative 10. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, John Corbett, not a love interest. He's like a creepy, a creepy guy. A creepy guy. A creepy cello-throwing man. I do have a lot of thoughts on Jay. I didn't get to, like, get into yeah, my no, on Jay. Yeah, no, get into it now. Um, this is this is the Jay... The Jay hour. Jay hour. This is the Jay hour. Once again, Hillary's love interest is a man with a girlfriend. Yeah. He is straight up still seeing Robin. Or at least Robin thinks so. Robin thinks so because... Let me tell you. Okay. Hillary says, she she's like, he, he says, it's over, right? He's like, oh, yeah, me and Robin, that was last summer. It's over. It's done. And then she goes, does she know that? Yeah. Hillary, yeah. you know, being a good good girlfriend, she goes, does she know that? And he says, some people hang on when they should just let go. But I need to point out, mm-hmm. they're having this conversation when she has just opened up to him about the death of her brother. Oh, my God. I know. Like, she has just confided in him about this. Because she, like, had a little bit of a breakdown, and she's, like, going yeah. through something, you well, know? she also... Sorry. She tried to confide in him this... Confide this in him earlier. Yeah. When they're at the thing in L.A., the, like, the fountain thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, what about you? What's your story? She's like, well, my brother and I were in a car accident. And he's like, hey, I gotta go. Yeah. Gotta yeah. go. He's like, next time, open up to me. Which, that's never explained. He's like, oh, I gotta get going. It's like, there's no reason for that. There yeah, what? No oh, sorry, do you need to go see your girlfriend, Robin? Right, exactly. Exactly. And who's Who, by the way, had a shirt that said, Daddy's Little Girl. That's a whole other. That's Barf. A, that's a whole other. That's also probably why, like, her flirting with John Corbett just hit wrong. Yeah. Um, but Jay is not so innocent. He's not, not so innocent. Yeah. I just could not. I was like shocked when she finally opened up to him. She's like, okay, but what about Robin? And he's like, uh, it's over, but she doesn't know it. Yeah. Some people got to learn to let go. It's like but back to your brother who just died. Like, also like blaming Robin for not knowing they broke up. It's... Exactly. And then, and then later on uh-huh. when Robin is trying to win him back. Yeah trying to like you know mm-hmm. to remind him of he, the fun time they had last summer he is so easily swayed oh my god he doesn't even try to he, not kiss her no exactly and he goes to he goes with her to the room and she's like playing this whole like song whatever like she's just using her feminine wiles she's yeah, like trying to get her blame, man back sorry but they're blaming her but it, the kiss is like you you got time to lean away from a kiss i've I, never been like kissed like that when i, I didn't want to like you exactly no he could have 
he because it was mm-hmm, like a twenty mm-hmm. second romantic lean in. Like it wasn't. Yes. It wasn't like she got and him out of the no out of nowhere. From Robin's point of view, it's like she had this boyfriend last summer, and they clearly are still seeing each connected other, connected to each. Like they've probably been on. AIM all year long. Exactly. And they are like flirty and like hanging out, whatever, until Terry gets there. And then all of a sudden his attention is diverted. So I do not blame Robin at all. No, I don't blame her either. Not at all. She wasn't nice to Terry, but she was also like, no one was treating her nicely. No, exactly. And her literal like boyfriend. Yeah. Was straight up just like, I'm going to start seeing this other girl and I'm not going to tell you about it. And, like, you have to figure that out for yourself. And, and also, you should have figured that out earlier. Some people need to move on. Some people need to move on. Horrible. Right? Horrible. Awful. 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 So I feel terrible for, for, for Robin. And I think Jay is not a good love interest. No. So he's, like, a four. Yeah, I'll say four. Four seems fair. He's not, like... Actually... Bad. Actually... Actually, I'm going to go down further. Me too. Because I'm going to tell you why I'm going down further. I feel like we have the same reasoning, but go ahead. I don't know if we do. I oh, wonder. really? I know. Okay. I just wonder. Yeah, I do too. I don't like when Hillary shows up at okay. the dormitory. Yeah. He, like, isn't going to let her in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, haha, just playing, but also, he isn't going to let her in. And he only... Let's her in after Hillary, like, literally flirts with him and pouts. And then he's like, okay, now you can come in. I'm like, literally, do you understand the implications of you locking a a young woman outside of her dormitory in Los Angeles? Like, yeah. she's never been alone before. Her aunt, by the way, should have taken her to the dorm. I don't know why she was alone for that. Uh-uh. Absolutely. It doesn't no make reason. sense nope. that she took the train all by herself at 16 mm-hmm. when she'd never done that before. Like, I maybe could have handled that because I did. My parents lived in different states, and I traveled between them. Yeah. But even then, even though I was kind of, like, well-versed, I'd done it several times by 16, I wouldn't have been ready to check myself into a dorm yeah. in Los Angeles. That is a very... I just moved to Los Angeles. Yeah. And I made my mom help me. <laughs> That's a very good, that's very good reasoning that I did not think of. The reason I was going to bring him down on the point that I had forgotten about is that when Terry rejects him, Uh rightfully so, he gets drunk and shows up at her dorm. He's 16 years old as well. And his way of coping with his feelings is to get drunk and then go to her dorm. And she's just like, yeah, I forgive you. I see how sorry you were because you had to go out and get drunk to show me how sorry you were. Why is this movie PG? PG. Yeah. And no, then exactly. it's funny that they're like, like, it's funny that their solution to when someone gets drunk is to take them to the roof. No, 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 no. <laughs> that is, I'm sorry, such a red flag. They're 16. They don't know what to do. Yeah. They're going to take, but that is such a red oh, flag. Oh, absolutely. Like, you shouldn't get back together with someone because. He, he made the mistake of kissing his ex-girlfriend and he got caught. And then Hillary's like, okay, so I'm done with you. Yeah. She's mature enough to be like walking away. And he's like gets drunk, shows up in her dorm, and is like, oh, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have kissed Robin. And she's like, okay. Yeah, I agree. That's why I don't like this movie. <laughs> red flag. Red He's flag. A, he is a walking red flag. Just so, like her dad. So Jay is just a like two. Her, just, Jay's a two. Jay's a two. What Jay's do you rank two. him? I, I do think it's funny that they take him to the roof, because it's like, maybe don't take a drunk person to the roof. But then she does stay with him all night. Yeah, he just falls asleep. So a man who makes you stay up all night with him? One. And she she's like... She's like, it's a new day. She goes, wake up, it's a new day. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm no, done. No, Jay sucks. Jay's Jay the sucks. worst. Jay's the worst. Um, tag yourself. I have a 
I have a really definitive answer, but I want to hear what yours is. Okay. Um, I have a couple answers. Okay. What's well, one? I'm either Denise Gilmore, okay. the roommate who yeah. doesn't fuck with it. She's literally perfect. I saw her once at a restaurant in LA and I recognized her immediately. Whoa. Did you go up to her? No. Of course Coward. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm if scared. you saw Christy Carlson Romano, would you? I think I would have to. You'd have to now. Yeah. Or Hillary. You'd have to. I You'd guess, literally I have guess, to. I guess I would have to. You'd have I would to. just. I we need to sign a contract. I would just be so scared, you know? Yeah, that she'd hit you because of all her combat yeah, training. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are your What are your couple of uh, tag yourself? Ta- okay, so I think I'm either Denise Gilmore yeah. or I'm the band that they go see, Three Days Grace. Oh, that's a great band. Thank you. I like both of those. Um, How I are you? Can- I, well, I don't think, I know that I'm the Paul Frank monkey pillow on her bed. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we do have a deleted scene. Yes, we do. <laughs> it's wild. Um, This is a scene by our good friend John Cozart and yes. Sarah Sharp. Yes. I'm excited because I haven't, I haven't heard this yet. You have, Paige, but, but I haven't. So without further ado... Here's Raise Your Voice. Hello, my name is John Cozart. My name is Sarah Sharp. And we are reading today a deleted scene from Hilary Duff's Raise Your Voice. And, okay. Interior, exterior, graveyard, night. <laughs> um, Terry arrives at uh, a moonlit graveyard. It's not creepy. There's really beautiful, fun piano music playing. She comes upon a certain gravestone that looks super fresh. It reads, sorry, it's a little dark. It reads, here lies Paul, devoted brother, son, and uh, follower of Christ. (laughs) (laughs) And then Terry says, you would have been 19 (laughs) and in your honor I had every type of cereal combined (coughs) but it wasn't the same without you to make fun of my milk mustache (laughs) anyway tomorrow is the first day of Raise Your Voice Camp, and I'm just so nervous. I I don't think I can do it. (laughs) No. Um, a soft noise emanates from the gravestone, and there, Paul's head, translucent, pops out of the grave. Hey, sis. Uh, Paul? Wow. Oh, my God. (laughs) Did you not get into heaven? No, I just, I was up there, but then I heard a familiar voice calling for me (laughs) and decided to calm down and give you the strength you need to carry on. Oh, you're singing just like I told you you should and wished you would, but our dad... 
if it wasn't for our dad, um, I would have lived. (laughs) (laughs) No, Paul. It was my fault. It was my fault you're dead. No! Don't ever say that again. If it wasn't for me, we could sing together. But instead, you're in another dimension. Well, I still have a voice and you can hear me, right? Yeah. Well, why don't we sing a song? (laughs) One more song before I depart forever. Okay. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yes. Three, two, and I let it go now. Do 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 Another Saturday. The sun is Every day Saturday when I look into your face I see the sister half of me my sister my brother Whoa Whoa We love each other forever, 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 forever. But not more than Christ. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you just said that. That's actually the only thing. (laughs) If you say that, then you go to hell. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Oh shit. Gosh. Wait, wait, you're... Come back. Goodbye, wait. Terry. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and scene. Wow. That was a full five minutes. Wow. <laughs> Thanks. Good job. Thanks, Paige. Wow. That, that was incredible. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. We love them. Thank you guys for doing that. Thank you so much. Follow them on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, I'm sure. And follow us at History Duffs. I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith. And And this this was History Duffs. Duffs.